What's up, folks? I'm Joe DeRosa. <laughs> Clear my throat because you're now tuned in to the Growing Up Italian podcast. Who should have came by today? We should have. Had I, I just texted him. He's probably taking a nap because uh, he fucking went. He was on Fox Five like nine o'clock this morning. That fucking bum. And I, I invited a nap. New York, New York, Nico. You know Nico? Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, I'm waiting he, to meet Nico. He, he lives down the block. Is he coming? So I basically recruit everybody here. Now is, I'm recruiting you. Is Nico coming through? Yeah, yeah. He said he's waiting for a package, and then he's. I've been come. waiting to meet him. He yeah, yeah. he was been he we've been trying to get him to Joey Rose's, but we also didn't want to push. But but aside from that. I've been waiting to meet him because he was roommates with my friend Blake Wexler in college. In Boston? Yeah. Boston so college? Blake's one of my close friends in comedy. He's a Philly guy. I'm a Philly guy. Yeah. And I was, he was going to introduce me to Nico at his wedding, and I couldn't go. Was I, that a recent wedding? Yeah. Somewhere, like a year ago. A year ago. Somewhere. Uh, where, where was it? Philly. I rem- yeah, I remember he went there yeah, for a Yeah, Philly wedding. area, yeah. Yeah, well, I, t- I literally, before we started, I texted him. He said he's waiting for a package. Nice. He knows the door's open, so... Oh, it'll be good to finally yeah, meet him, man. Exactly. But, yeah... So, you are a Philly guy. Yeah. Now... And I cracked into your whole crew, dude. Yeah. You know, we connected with Kuj. Yeah. Uh, Little Mo. Yeah, you, you met know, all, all you well, fucking It's funny, guys. when when we first met, you actually, like... I don't know. I don't remember exactly how it happened, but I Is think you... Is this going, by the way? Yeah, yeah, we're rolling. We're rolling. <laughs> You're going to give us an intro afterwards. Yeah, you'll give right. us an introduction afterwards. But I remember... I don't know if it was you or whoever runs your socials reached out to get Kuj there. Yeah. And uh, when I went to your spot, like, I was blown away. You have uh, eight sandwiches, $8. Yeah, that changed. I know. I was going to ask if it changed. Yeah. We because had to, I've yeah. had four price changes in the last two years. The, 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 it was called the Hard Eight. It was the original eight sandwiches for eight bucks a piece. And that went there. There, those eight are still there, but now they're ten. Still a hell of That's a deal. That's great, yeah. Uh, and now we have a specialty sandwich menu that I think has five total sandwiches or six, uh-huh. and those are fourteen. Okay. But we still tried to make it. You know, I called it. I called it communist pricing. <laughs> I was like, I was like, these. It's not like a friendly name. Well, <laughs> it's like our, our socialist pricing is maybe a better That's way to better, put it. Because yeah. I was like, these specialties are fourteen. These, this core of the menu are 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they all kind of, one does a little extra monetary work for the other, but it all kind of evens out. And I think that if you're buying one for one of those prices, you feel like it's worth that much money. Mm-hmm. And that was what was important to me. Last time I saw you, you were saying you were going to add some cold sandwiches. Well, wait, that, wait, you, that's all we have is cold. Leftover, but you said, yeah. I forgot the term you used. Leftover you know, menu. Leftover menu. Yeah. So basically... Like a meatball parm sandwich or a meatball sandwich that it's literally like meatballs and sauce in the fridge. You just throw it on the bread. So we did. We did. T- <coughs> excuse me. We did two. One's a porchetta, and one one is chicken parm. It's called the Cuz, the chicken parm, and that's cutlet, uh, regatta, provolone, parmesan cheese, and then. 
like uh, 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 pureed, not pureed, but like like uh, marinated uh, cherry tomatoes instead of gravy, you know, and. Our guy Dave. You mean red red sauce? I say yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Real real Philly yeah, guy yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I, I say gravy, okay. but uh, I'll tell you why too. We should debate gravy. I mean, we, we the can term. if we want, yeah. Uh, but it's but anyway, he makes it like uh, he makes it like lasagna basically. So he bakes he it. Laser. Oh, okay. okay yeah, and instead yeah. of it being the noodles, it's the cutlets. Gotcha. And he layers it like lasagna, and then we cut it into portions, and you just and take the portion, the and put it around the bread. So it we we cook it. It's funny when we first started doing that putting the sandwich together i was like look man these should i talked to him about the ingredients and i said i think it should be this and he's like well, what if i did these tomatoes instead of the gravy blah 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 blah. we went back and forth but then it was paul my partner who was like you got to cook this together and then cool it off and put and I, we were like that doesn't fucking matter man just put it all together nah, on the bread it cold doesn't matter. and he he was a thousand percent right and i was like you're right dude like something happens when it cools off after it was cooked together, that it tastes like leftovers. That sandwich does very well. Now, there's not yeah. a lot of places I know to actually like do that, like serve the sandwiches cold. Yeah. As far as the leftover, you know, chicken color, you know, we make it hot. Now, when people come, do they even say anything about it? like why is it cold or is it no, specifically never. state? I'm shocked, man. When we launched it, we advertised it that way, and I, I really made sure that in the advertising on social media, it said. Uh, serve cold like your mom's leftovers yeah. because I wanted to really hammer that point that this I didn't want people to come in and go what the fuck why is this you know yeah. but I also wanted them to understand no this is the idea here is that it's supposed to taste like you scooped it out of the fridge at 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. when you were hungry and that's right? usually when your yeah. clientele is it's a, it's a it's a bar yeah yeah people so, do come in t- 1 a.m. Yeah. for sandwiches sometimes yeah. I mean that's what we did when we were in LES one time I put him onto your spot, and uh, I had the roast beef with the horseradish. The beefy. Yeah, that's, that's my Pig favorite. Pig DiStefano's favorite sandwich. Is it? That animal. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's his favorite sandwich. I could see why. <laughs> yeah, he loves that one. Yeah, I remember we went recently, and I was like, can you imagine eight bucks? Like, And you're in the heart of the city. We got a new one if you like the roast beef, because we make the roast beef. We make it. It's mm-hmm. all homemade. So, But we got a new sandwich, newer. It's called the Mickey and it's the homemade roast beef with provolone cheese. And then it's got homemade coleslaw, homemade Russian dressing, and potato chips. They won't go after this. The, <laughs> I know. I want to go, and I'm on a diet. I can't. I can't. I got I to gotta watch what I'm doing here. You know, I love, I love having uh, other sandwich spot owners in this, in, uh, on the show. Um, there's something about that sandwich culture, like... The pizzeria guys, they always get like so much love, but yeah. you know the deli culture is like, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but it, it just doesn't get the same shine as like a pizza guy, you know. I agree, man. It's um, sandwiches are, you know, if I had to pick a dish that was my favorite food, fried chicken is my favorite food on earth, you know, mm-hmm. but sandwiches are my favorite type of food, mm-hmm. and you know. A, a friend of mine asked me last night, she was like, do you ever get tired of sandwiches? And I was like, honestly, no. I got to yeah. actually stop myself from eating them. Yeah. I eat them too much. And the, all the bread and shit, you know, yeah. it's not great for you. So um, it's tough. But I love your shop, man. You know, you 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 do it right, dude. You're, you're exactly the kind of... In fact, 
uh, when we were, I guess it was when we first opened, Chris Stefano called me. He had just had Cooj on his pod. They, they did it here. Yeah, and he was like, dude. Oh, you opened that recently? It was like right when that happened. Oh, wow. It was like okay. right around then, right? Okay, I and thought Chris, you were there forever. No, uh, no, 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 no. We're only, we're under two years open. Wow. So Chris was like, um, Chris was like, um, yo, you got to get this Cooj kid on your, uh, at your shop. And I was like, dude, I'm, I, I want to get him down there, man. He's funny. And, you know, like we want to get like the food yeah, yeah. influencers to come through. And, um, and he was talking about, he was like, have you been to this panini shop in Brooklyn? And I was like, no, what's, what is it? And it was, your, you know, obviously your shop. But he was like, dude, it's a vibe, man. It's cool. Like, they all hang out. It's like old school guys sitting on the sidewalk and the sandwiches are the shit. You got to go, dude. You got to go. I don't remember if Chris had a, one of my sandwiches that day. He did because he kept talking to me about it. It was annoying me because he kept talking about how good it was. It was felt like it felt like, like you're some chick you're dating. She's like, talking about oh a guy's God, hot. That, you know, yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Right? But, I feel like that too. Yeah, yeah. I remember getting a little like, all right, dude, enough. But right after that, Cooge was at. So Paul Italia, my partner that that I own wrote Joey Roses with, he owns the stand, okay, with his brother Chris, and Paul was like, "Yo, dude," he goes, "You got to come to." They were doing Sunday dinners. They do Sunday dinner once in a while where they do a big Italian dinner and you go in and drink wine and nice. Oh, it's awesome. So he goes, "Dude, you got to come to Sunday dinner this week. Cooge is going to come." I was like, no shit. And uh, that literally could be, it's so funny because it's over hoagies. <laughs> and I've been in the entertainment business for 22 years, 23. Mm-hmm. That might be the only time I went to an event with the goal of I got to go network with this guy. <laughs> I was like, I've literally been invited to things where they'll be like, Dude, you know, I know you're trying to sell a thing, and Judd Apatow's going to be there. I'm like, I'm tired. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, you got to come through. Let Cruise me tell you something. Those kind of events, <laughs> if I go to 10 of those kind of events, only one time is it worth it. I know. That's the thing. And this this was one of those times. Because yeah. I went over to him, and I start talking to him, and I'm like, I don't know if you heard. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I heard of your spot, man. And I go, I go yeah. You we- you saying the truth, or was he lying? I think I think he was saying the truth because he didn't say he knew anything about it. He just said, "I know what you're talking about." He said he because I think because Chris told him about yeah, it, yeah. and uh, and I said, uh, "I remember." I go, I got. We have eight sandwiches for eight dollars a piece, and he goes, "That's fucking mint, bro." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, oh shit! I think he's gonna actually come down," yeah, and he yeah. did. Yeah. And then we became like we were pretty pretty fast he friends. He was on your show. He's been on my podcast time. a few times yeah. and. We actually tried to do a live thing together. It didn't. It didn't end up happening, or, or happening yet. You know, but uh, we were trying to lock an idea down. Um, but you know, your Brussels sprouts are fire too. That's all, Dave. I mean, Dave. Dave's our, our head kitchen guy is responsible for quite quite a bit of the menu. But uh, but uh, he's that was a hundred percent his. Just mm-hmm. he just was like, I want to do this. I said no. I was like, bro, what are you? T- we're not doing Brussels sprouts. It's not that kind of place. Yeah, and then yeah. he was like, trust me, dude. And when I tried, I was like, all right, dude. I was re- I was really wrong on this. Yeah, you know. But I thought is that your most popular side? Yeah, we're bringing some new sides in. So we have Brussels sprouts. 
we just started selling cols- the homemade coleslaw. And then the only other side we have, we have chips, obviously. And then the only other side we have is uh, we have pork belly bites now that you dip. So it's the porchetta. Mm-hmm. It's the fatty part of the porchetta. Mm-hmm. And he makes that into bites and deep fries them. And then you get it with the homemade Russian dressing to dip it in. They're, they're, they're really good. Man. It's always good to use like multi- menu items multiple times. You have to. Yeah. That you way have it doesn't to. go bad. You know? How do you manage? Because, okay, so back, but back to your shop. Um, what I started to say was, Chris told me all about it. Then I became friends with Kuj, and then you came down, right? With Kuj. I think you came the first I, time with yeah, him, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and. Because at you, the time I was helping him with uh, some bookings and yes. stuff. Yes. And then you told, because I set up him coming through you. Yeah. He said, talk to Sabino. He's yeah. managing my stuff. Yeah. Right, right. So I talked to, to you, and that's how we met. And then you came down, and we, we all hit it off. We're kind of like fast friends. And, um, and then you said, come through to the shop. And then Paul and I came through that day and saw it firsthand. I just had seen pictures up until then. But I was just like, man, this is, this is the real deal, man. The sandwiches were the bomb. But my question was, uh, or is... How do you manage that many sandwiches? Because you don't, I mean, that's, you can't, it's not just, you're not just putting the same six things on 10 different sandwiches. You, you've got a variety going down there. And I'm like, that's hard. I man. think that's a helps, lot of food management. What helps is that we make sandwiches, basically the cold sandwiches are made in one spot. And that's like with the, the showcase. So you really have like all your cold cuts there. Yeah. And then the hot sandwiches are made in another place. Yeah. That's what makes it a lot, little easier. Not easier, but at least, you know, more manageable because you're making chicken parms, uh, the vodka sauce sandwiches, Philly cheese, all the stuff on the grill or hot sandwiches at one spot. Then, although like cold cut style ones in another spot. Okay. So like we've had discussions about like if we could ever do that all in one spot and eventually like, that would be uh, the day we really, but like, whenever we talk about opening another spot, it's always the discussion always comes up of making the menu smaller because it is way too many sandwiches. It's it's not too many. You you pull it off, right? It's not too many unless you're not pulling it off. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't know how much of a headache it is to pull it off, but you know, it seems. I mean, we capped ours at fifteen because we were like. We got a one-man kitchen, yeah. too. And that was one of the reasons, you know, it's funny, like, you'll relate to this, like, every element of opening the place itself, you know, everything plays a part in what the final product ends up being. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of what led us to just being cold sandwiches was, you know, when I stepped back and I thought about it, and I was like, all right, we got a one-man kitchen, logistically, it's going to be a lot easier just to do cold sandwiches. And then I also thought that's a good hook for us because we could be the only place where it's like, no, we just do cold sandwiches. And yeah. I like cold. I prefer cold to hot. Uh, I like cheesesteaks. I'm from Philly. And once in a while, I get a craving for one, and, you know, nothing else is going to top it, or, or, or roast pork or, or a hot chicken cutlet with broccoli rot. You know what I mean? Tell me a little classics, bit about like, but I love a cold sandwich. How did you get this love for sandwiches? Was there a place in Philly that just you would always go to? Uh, well, I grew up in a town called Collegeville, uh, Pennsylvania, and 
And then, you know, and I spent a lot of time in Philly, obviously. But um, How far is it from Philly? On the, with no traffic, for 40 minutes. You know? It's always with no traffic, 40 minutes. No traffic, yeah. right after you're going to hear 40 minutes every time. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. like you never hear no traffic, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You no. hear no traffic, 40, 45 minutes all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, but you, as you get closer to Philly, there's towns all along the way. That make cheesesteaks? Well, that, I mean, my neighborhood, everywhere around there has cheesesteaks and ho. Okay, so in Philly, or in the Philly, the suburbs of Philly, which is what it's called where I grew up, right? Uh, or the suburbs around Philly, whatever you want to call it. Um, out there, it's different. Out there, the pizza places make the sandwiches. Here, here it used to be like that too. Kind of like the pizza places would make the chicken palms and meatball palms. They still palms. do some of them. Yeah. But you get an Italian sub for most pizza places in New York, it's pretty ass. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. got to go to a place that makes sandwiches. Yeah, Italian subs is where they, they get lost. But yeah. A chicken palm from a pizza spot does hit different. And, brother, they get lost. Why? Because they specialize in hot food. Yeah. And they don't fucking focus on cold food. Yeah. And like you said, they're not balancing it out, right? Yeah. So, um... But when I where I grew up, every pizza place made made hoagies too. Like that was it. There wasn't a spot that just did at that time that just did sandwiches. So the the sandwiches were on point everywhere, and it was like it was a real specific thing. Like hoagies were a real specific thing. It was a certain type of roll. Uh, you know, I hate that hoagies word, by the way. Yeah, I'm like a purist. I like hero. You know, see that to um, me sounds crazy. Hero. Even after living in New York all these years, it still sounds crazy. Yeah, I, I, I'll say I'll go as far as to say sub, but it's hoagies. At your shop, it's sub, right? No, no, I, I try to say hoagies. Oh. We actually say honestly, we say sandwiches. We didn't put any real. They try to say neutral. Yeah, um, but <laughs> so wait, if you walk into a deli in the city, you're saying can I get a hoagie? No, I, I understand. I'm in Greece. Right, you know? <laughs> or when in Rome, rather. Yeah, whatever, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. Yeah, but uh, I always found you know. it fascinating, though, like the sub grinder hoagie. Like, well, I, I always I can like, tell you though, if you get a real Italian hoagie in Philly mm -hmm. from a true spot that like knows how to do it right, like a red onion, or in the Philly, red onion, get the f <laughs> no, no man. I feel no, like you guys no, love no. the red onion no, on dude, sandwiches. Philly's, True, like to me, true hoagie is white onion oil. Oh, I, I, the way you say is like no onion at all. No, 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 white onion. Red onion to me on a sandwich is a. I'm, I'm, I, it's too strong. I don't like it. Yeah, it's too bitter. It's too strong. I go yellow. We go all yellow sweet on. No, I'm sorry. We go all sweet. But we do Vidalia at Joey Rose's because the sweetness is nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a yellow onion is cool, but a whiter of Vidalia to me, I don't like the red flavor on a on a sandwich. It doesn't work for me. It is too. There's a, it, there's a, onions are tricky to me, man. And there's a, no offense, by the way, no, if you're no. using red onion. No, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I don't like onions on an Italian sandwich. I was going to say, I remember, I don't think your sandwich no. had onions on it. But I feel a lot of people do put onions on an Italian sandwich. If you get a true Philly style Italian hoagie, it's going to be regular ham, ham cappy, Genoa salami, provolone cheese. Okay. It's not going to be overstuffed. It's going to have oil on the bread and not pungent cat pee olive oil. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's going to have like Good a, olive a mild olive oil flavor. And then it's going to have tomato, white onion, some lettuce, salt, pepper, and, and heavy oregano. 
and it's going to smell like B.O. <laughs> yeah, it usually does. Awesome. So. Yeah, it's so good. And that's not what a sub is. That's a hoagie. A sub uh-huh. is they cut. And by the way, it's going to be V-cut, mm-hmm. we, which we do do at Joey Rose's for that reason. It's going to be V-cut, meaning you cut down, you split the bread like yeah. a V, and it's, it's stuffed down in. Yeah. A sub is not You don't that. cut it all the way through. No. And that's New York. That's a New York thing. They cut the bread all the way in half, all the way through. I don't think and then we they, do that. They, you guys don't, no. I don't think. But then you, but then they Sometimes layer. Sometimes we do by accident. You know? Or it'll rip on the bottom. Right, right. That but happens. New York thing is New York thing is to layer. You know, bottom piece, layer, 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 top piece. It's kind of crazy how, you know, with sandwich you could make it however you want, and it mm-hmm. still works for the most part. Because even if you do cut it all the way through, I'm going to eat it still. Well, I get a lot of opinions on sandwich construction and what I think it's the subtle things that make a difference. So what's the perfect sandwich construction for you? Because for me, I'll put the dressing, let's say if it's mayonnaise or mustard, whatever. Oil vinegar, usually at the at the end. A little bit on the bread, but always at the end. Yeah. With mayo, I hear you. always always first, and the meat, cheese, and toppings. I see a lot of people do it opposite where they put Lettuce, tomato on the bottom. That's, that's the I, cheese. I'll, I'll walk it. out. Yeah? Dude, we used to say that in Philly, me and my buddy. My buddy Barn, because uh, he was a big hoagie head. And he, you try hoagie it. Head. Yeah, I remember this. He'd, he'd like go to a new spot. He'd be like, he'd be like checked out that new spot. I go, how's the hoagies? He goes, toppings on the bottom. And you go, fuck that place, dude. I'm not going in there. <laughs> so, I, yeah, bread is always the oil or mayo goes onto the bread. I don't like vinegar on a sandwich, but if it is going to go on, I agree it should go on top because otherwise it turns the bread pink. Yep. Balsamic a on a sandwich can go screw yeah. as far as I'm concerned. You know, you're not a balsamic guy. Look, it's it's fine. Like I, you know, it's like it's like any other vinegar. I, it's got its place, right? But these, <laughs> I watch, I follow a lot of sandwich places on Instagram, and I'm like, how many fucking guys are going to put balsamic and, and mozzarella on sandwiches? Yeah. You know, and they're acting like they recreated the fucking wheel. <laughs> balsamic vinaigrette. What about yeah, balsamic yeah. vinaigrette? Uh, then you got to hit it with the balsam. Do you? You know what I mean? You don't have to. I respect it. There's red wine vinegar. There's white vinegar, which sometimes is way better on a sandwich. I don't like vinegar. Here's my take on vinegar. On a sandwich. If you're going to have vinegar flavor on a sandwich, mm-hmm. there's so many things, items, you could put on that sandwich that will give you that flavor and more sustenance. So I'd rather have peppers on the sandwich with the vinegar f- pick, hot yeah. cherry peppers, sweet peppers, pickles. There's things that have that vinegar flavor. Potato chips that you can throw on and you're getting more than just... Oil's a different story, obviously. Mayo is a different story, but that's how I feel about vinegar. You know, olive spread. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is. You know, but but I agree with you. It goes mayo, vin- I mean mayo or, or oil. Then your cheese, then your meats, and your meats, in my opinion, should always be bunched and piled, not just laid in. You know, and the thickness of it and all that comes into play. And then your toppings. I personally don't like lettuce on a sandwich. We don't use it at my place. Uh, it's a waste, right? Yeah, and it gets in the way, and it's just a lot of it's a lot of bulk, and you don't really get much out of it. This is gonna you know? be like a weird transition, but we were just in Chicago, and have you ever had an Italian beef sandwich? Yeah, 
Anytime. What, 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 you, it's amazing. You think it's amazing? Sucks. Sucks. No, I don't think it's amazing. I, I, I don't think it sucks. I think so, it's underwhelming. So, I think compared to an Italian, I, I, I think like, compared okay, to like we an East Coast it, Italian, like a hot roast beef, it, it can't even stand a chance. So the reason why I'm bringing it up to you, you're a Philly yeah. guy. They compare it to a Philly cheesesteak, and I'm like, this is a big that's mistake insane. for you guys. Idiots. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> that's insane. So like a Philly cheesesteak is just perfection, like sliced in ribeye, the onions, the cheese whiz. You get that crunch. <laughs> they dip the whole bread yeah. inside this juice, and and that's a dip. That's not a. That's what a dip is. Yeah. So you know, like you know, that's. I don't like the, the Chicago style Italian beef. I don't know why, it's it's a very different recipe than East Coast hot roast beef, and the Chicago style. There's a there's a certain couple herbs in there that I don't like. Where I'm like, there it's got a, it's got a certain pop to it. Where I'm like. I think it's, it's okay. The jardiner. Is that what that is? It's like the pickled uh, vegetables they put on top. That I don't really like either. Yeah. It's like there's a certain, the pepper they use on it isn't really like an Italian style pickled pepper. I, I just don't I'm like not being, shit on Chicago. I'm just saying like it doesn't. That kind of style of sandwich. I just don't like being judged for eating cheese on my sandwiches like. It's meant to be meat and cheese. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, if I you agree. go in there and you ask for a cheese on Italian beef, it's like, no, you can't. Like, Do they yes, not? I, I didn't even know that. They don't put beef on it? No, no just, cheese. No, no cheese, cheese ever. It's just beef, jardinier, and then run it through the, the, the river. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Wet bread. It's got like a... Le- you know what it is? I just pinpointed what it is. It's the fucking bay leaves. Mm, yes. Yeah, it's yes. got a hard bay leaf flavor, and I don't like that. It yeah. turns me off. I, I've had to, in a pinch. I've used bay leaves in the gravy because you run out of basil, and you're like, "Fuck!" And it messes it up, right? Doesn't work. It just doesn't work. I have this same. little like yeah. container of bay leaves in my house for like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they 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 last for a while. They're but, meant for yeah. a lifetime. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, they're so coarse though, and just like uh, I'm not into it. Do you, like, follow any of those food rules? Because back to our experience in Chicago, another rule was uh, a hot dog doesn't get ketchup. Now, I mean, there's certain... By default, there's going to be certain ones I think is that I agree with. But, no, I, I put... As I got older, I stopped putting ketchup on hot dogs only because I like to eat hot dogs with baked beans, and the baked beans are usually sweet, so I just hit the hot dog with mustard. But I'll do ketchup on a hot dog. I never understood why people had such a problem with that. It's like guys that have a problem with mayo on a burger. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't... Sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't, you know? like. What about... Are you a big egg sandwich guy? Like breakfast sandwich? No. I'm not a big breakfast guy. You um, skip breakfast. Except Sundays when you're strolling for pancakes. Strolling for pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like pancakes. Uh, but like even... Like I had bacon and eggs for the first time. In a, in a, on a plate. In, yeah, in like two years, a, a couple weeks ago. And I remembered why I stopped eating it. It gives me a stomach ache. Home fries or just straight up home fries? Egg? Hash browns all day. Okay. I'll eat the shit out of hash browns. Home fries stink. Okay, some people don't believe in ketchup on eggs either. I think that's all right. Yeah, I think that's like a big New York thing. Like, I, I hate like the whole... Um, like, when you look on Instagram, you see baking and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. Like I'm like, all right, bro. Like, you know, we make sausage, egg, and cheese. Ketchup, can't make and cheese. Yeah. Like, 
egg and cheese and avocado. For some mm. reason, ketchup on a bacon, egg, and cheese seems weird to me. I don't know why. Why? That uh, just sounded weird when you said it. I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I just feel like you're going to taste it all day. Yeah, yeah. Or burp it, burp it yeah. all day. A bacon, egg, and cheese, I could give two shits. I was always a sausage, egg, and cheese guy. Sausage uh, patty or the links? Patty. Patty, right? Yeah, patty. Patty all is day. superior. <laughs> patty. Yeah, patty's great, man. The links, it's too much like I'm eating dinner. You know? Oh, like Italian sausage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I'm not a big breakfast sandwich. I'm just not a big breakfast guy in general. Is that for like intermediate fasting or is it just like a decision? It's just I'm usually not that hungry when I wake up and it's just an easy meal to skip. It's an easy way to cut my calories for the day. Uh, and then also too. So what's your first meal of the day look like? Well, I'm kind of been dieting now, so nothing exciting. Like right now, I'm I'm like not even eating. I eat like, I mean, I'm I'm not even eating till like dinner basically. So you're you're really fasting. Then. And then I eat once. I'm not even doing it on purpose. I'm just no. I'm just. It's my body is allowing me to do it, so I'm just following it because I need to be healthier. So, uh, but he's not a big breakfast guy either. Like that's his thing. Yeah, if I'm working in the house, I usually don't eat till the evening. Because I don't yeah. need to. Well, I also pound coffee in the morning. Same. So you cook. No sugar or? Not black. But like, but, but, um, like with breakfast, like bacon and eggs started giving me stomach aches in the morning. It was too greasy. And then as much as I love pancakes and French toast and waffles, they, uh, without fail, if I eat those for breakfast, my blood sugar drops tremendously midday because like it gets me, it's such a spike so early so even that, I have to be really careful. Like, I don't do it a lot. One breakfast suit I love, and I don't live in Texas, so I don't do it a lot, is like true, like, Austin Tex-Mex breakfast tacos. Like, like eggs, jalapenos, baked beans, and maybe some chorizo. Like, that's to me, is a fucking heavenly breakfast. And then McDonald's breakfast... The, the sausage McMuffin with egg, like, that'll light me. Like, I get excited about that. But it's McDonald's, and I love McDonald's, but, I you know, you can't eat it. You got you to gotta, you gotta eat it once in a while. So breakfast for me is kind of off the table. Like It's actually funny. We were with Cooge one night in Miami. I think you were there, too, where we had the sausage McGriddles at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. Well, that was with, with Cooge then. We literally, like, left the club, and it was, like, 4 o'clock in the morning. And we just saw the golden arches. Yeah, it's great. And we were just so happy. No better feeling. And we bought like I think we bought like twelve of them. <laughs> it was like like one for now and one for after we yeah. woke up. Yeah, dude, they're so it's so good, dude. It's so good. But like breakfast for me is like a. I I think I don't think we were recording yet, but I said like I like to be able to walk to a place on a Sunday and get pancakes or something. Like that to that me that neighborhood is, feel. It's a treat. Like it's a Sunday. Like it's like, oh, it's Sunday. I did. I ate right all all week. Uh, you know, I'm not too hungover. It's let's go enjoy. You know, like let's go years get ago, some pancakes. Years know? ago, the joy would be like buying the Sunday paper yeah. that has like all the, you know, all the specials in there. Brother, I'm not kidding. I searched high and low about a year ago to get a newspaper delivered to my front door. Every day. Yeah, because I was like, that's a good. That's good. Like, you wake up and you read, like... And I feel like the paper still... You might still find some real news in it, yeah. you know, instead of what you see on TV. 
because uh, it's like some of it's like actual local news, which they say is like the last vestige of pure news or whatever. Yeah. And I couldn't find it. It's just like you can't find the print. I couldn't find a newsstand to walk to. It's, I was like, fuck, man. That's, that's classy to, to wake up in the morning and open a newspaper with yeah. your coffee. Like, you, you know, know what I thought the, of it? In the robe, you know? Like, yeah. in the robe, go get your paper. You know what I thought of it? I was watching Frasier. Yeah. And he came out, and he was like, would you let me just read my paper and drink my... And I was like, I want to... That's good, man. I want to do that. That's a good way to start I mean, your day. Speaking about uh, the shop... Calandra's Bakery. Family-owned since 1962. Luciana Calandra, Sicilian immigrant, started the bakery in 1962 in Newark, New Jersey. Passing it on to his grandkids. The third generation, bacon bread the old school way. Located in your nearest supermarket in New Jersey and New York. And don't forget to visit any of their three locations in New Jersey. When uh, when I was growing up, I'll never forget, especially Sunday papers were a big deal because yeah. you get it a day or two before, you put it together, and then the night before, you get the the paper and you literally put the inserts inside and we would sell like 200 papers on a Sunday. Wow. 50 cents, 50 cents. And the post was 25 cents, but the daily news was 50 cents at the time. And I'll never forget like growing up, literally like I used to live right above here and the shop was here. So I would literally run down, see if the Knicks made a trade, like, you know, summertime, like that was the thing. Like you, that's how you would find your news. Like, okay, what the Knicks trying to get. So it's kind of crazy now, like how easy we have it that with Twitter, you know, Instagram threads, all these like yeah. different ways to yeah. get news. I'm going to buy a, I'm going to buy a typewriter. Yeah. Yeah. I just watched. I, I, I've for a while now I've been thinking about it. And then I just watched this documentary called California typewriter. That's about typewriter enthusiasts, Tom Hanks, is one uh john mayer is one and it's for that reason because because tom hanks says in it he goes he goes i type something every day i type something every day and they're talking like a journal like a journal he said whatever he goes sometimes it's a letter sometimes it's a note john mayer talked about he said he did this thing for a period where he typed three pages just free free thought you know what i mean just stream of conscious and um he 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 said and it helped him shape the lyrics for his one album he goes because he talked about hard drives and all this stuff and he was like i have never once gone back and checked a hard drive for something i've stored on it he goes but this he goes look and he's like holding it up and he's like this is tactile you can this is a thing you know and tom hanks is talking about how he saw a typewritten letter by forget it was a thank you note from some famous person to another famous person who was in a museum or some shit. Mm-hmm. And he was like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That guy wrote that. Yeah. Now it's there. It's still yeah. there. You know, it's not like a document. It's not a word doc or There's whatever. There's something about that, like pulling back the typewriter, you know, like once you reach the end of the line and, yeah. and it pulls back. I might go after this. I bet you there's a, it's probably oh, there's a typewriter store in this goofy William neighborhood. Are, 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 are you, <laughs> that's why you want to move. Are you, are you free after this? Because I actually was thinking about while we're sitting here, I want to bring you to like a, a Philly sandwich spot. Like the owner's from Philly. Yeah, where is it at? It, it's close by. Oh, I got to I gotta do a... I'm free, but I got to do a quick phone meeting. Yeah, that's fine. At 4.15. We, we all right, 4.15. What, what time is it now? 3.45. All right, so um, 
Yeah. What's the spot? Federoffs? You ever had oh, it? Yeah, I've been to Federoffs. You had it? Yeah. Because that's like... No, I didn't food. have it because every time I go, they're sold out, of, which good for of them. Philly cheesesteaks? Because I would always go late because I'd be down bar hopping in Williamsburg and I would go into Federoffs and they'd be like, sorry, man, we're out of cheesesteaks. Because so they only you know, make cheesesteaks, roast pork, Italian combo. That's I it. know, man. I know. I like Federoffs. I like what they do. Yeah. So that's what I was going to say. I would... We could go there after this. I think it's better than anything in Philly, personally. Yeah. It's they, they, I mean, dude, that place, I've seen the pictures. I've been inside of it. I haven't eaten it yet because, like I said, they're, they, the, the few times I went, I didn't want a hoagie. I wanted, yeah. I wanted the hot stuff because I was like, that's clearly their specialty. Yeah. And um, I actually haven't had their roast pork or Italian like The pork looks sandwich. like it's no joke. Yeah. Yeah, it does look good with yeah. the with the roast uh, with the rapine. I was gonna say rapine instead of broccoli rabe, yeah. but the provolone. Yeah, and but they like uh, that place literally looks like they pl- like plucked it out of South Philly yeah. and just said it. That's what it I over like there. about. It. That's why I would say we could go there after here. But let's, I can't let's talk eat about, it though, man. You, we have a half. You know? No, I can't, dude. No, I got I literally <laughs> met with my doctor today. <laughs> <laughs> That's and the one thing like, that's hard about start, dieting is that yeah. the second you're like with friends, you're like, ah, I'll start tomorrow. But let's go buy a typewriter. That's right. <laughs> All right, we, we could do that. We'll I have my around. car. We'll go uh, typewriter. Huh? I'll ask Nico where he could find a he good. Knows. Nico knows. He Te- probably text knows. Text Nico if you can. While, There's got to be a store out here that sells typewriters. There's vintage stores around here. Yeah. Joe, let's, let's, uh, can we talk about uh, college, Collegeville, correct? Collegeville, yeah. Pennsylvania. Is there like Italians around there? That's all it is. It's Italians, Irish, and Polish. Really? So I feel like... I didn't meet a... I'm not kidding. I didn't meet a black person until I was 12 years old. Yeah, it was like that for me in Howard Beach. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In New York City. Yeah, yeah. Same kind of... Same kind I of didn't meet a about. Jewish person until I was in college. Yeah. Like, no joke, man. Like, I, feel, I didn't do... This shit was... And I'm, I'm, I'm adopted Italian. I'm Arab by blood. Oh, really? I'm Arab by blood. I didn't meet another Arab until I was in college. Wow. Like, I didn't... Where did you go to college? Kutztown University. Uh, but my my neighborhood was it's it's Roman Catholic, Irish Catholic, Polish Catholic. That's that's it. Predominantly, I'd say Roman because there's if you look around, it's a lot of pizza places. Uh, so it seems like there's a lot more to represent Italian American culture than uh, than any other. But I, I might be wrong about that. But it's you know. But yeah. I feel like Philly is like one of the few places like like here in Brooklyn I feel like there's so many characters and and personalities especially in the Italian community like you could cast a movie just walking down the street. Yeah, I agree. I feel like Philly is one of the other few places in America that you could do that as well. I feel like our time in Philly like we met so many outlandish people yeah. or just people that were different something we've never seen before or yeah. characters. Yeah. We, yeah, no, it's 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 so funny, man. It's so funny. I want to put a, I want to put a camera on, on Paul, my business partner, because I'm just like, dude, you're just. Is he a Philly guy too? No, he's Brooklyn, but he's just ridiculous. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the shit that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, what the fuck? It's like it's, it's hilarious to me. Like he, like it's like it's like scripted. It's like scripted, you know. I remember he goes, "What's the Italian word for squid?" Scungio. Calamari. For octopus. That's what it was. Popo. 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 Is it Popo? Yeah. He was talking about <laughs> having octopus. He was, he was like building out a menu with this guy. 
And he's talking about putting po- uh, octopus. The guy's like, we got to have octopus. Paul's like, can't call it octopus, man. People <laughs> got a real thing for for the octopus now. They're all talking about how smart it is. Because <laughs> they were. It was like a thing that was going on. They where were, everybody They were guessing Super Bowls. And yeah. <laughs> were they really? And there was like, yeah, there was like a black mirror or something about it where they kept talking about how smart these octopi were. Whatever. And he goes, you can't. And the guy's like, he goes, what do you want to call it, man? He's like, you got to call it something else. He goes, I'll tell you what you call it. You call it Popo. And the guy goes, what the fuck is, what the fuck is Popo? And Paul goes, exactly. <laughs> I was like, you're like, a, it's out. like a fucking movie scene. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Yeah. But so yeah. You do, you do a little of everything. You got, the, you got the bar. You do two different podcasts, right? Uh, yeah, I do. I do taste buds, which is mostly food arguments with Sal, me and Sal Volcano, and then I do another podcast called "We'll See You in Hell." It's me and my buddy Pat Walsh, and it's movie reviews, mostly horror movies, but movie and stand up comedy. Stand up. What What takes the and most then music of your time? too? Oh, you do music too. Starting to do I'm, again. I, I I was not doing it for a while, but my music. I got single just dropped. A new album coming out. With my band. Well, my band, me and my buddy Paul. It's called Salsa Windfall. comes out in August. But anyway, uh, I'm doing, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of different stuff. What, what takes the most of your time? Or what do you focus on the most? Uh, I mean, I, the, the fi- actual time is the podcasts. Yeah. Because, you know, once they start becoming an income stream and you start to have advertisers and all that, like, you, you have to be fairly regimented with it. So... Those take the most physical time. Like, like I have to go and sit at a place and record for this many hours, one, this many days a week or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, just mental time is is the bar the, the, and, and the, the, the shop, Joey Rose's. I think the most about that because I'm just like, you know, it's, it's, it's you, you know, dude, it's hard, dude. It's New York business ownership is not easy. So, you know, there's always kind of something that you have to address or consider or think about or whatever with that. Um, but when the fall rolls around and I go, and I'm, you know, I just announced all these tour dates, yeah. you know, the road will be back in my life kind of traveling. And yeah, so you, and, you officially you know. announced the tour? Yeah, I got right now. We have to, in fact, pre sale. Well, the as of this recording, the day we're recording it, pre sales. Well, it doesn't matter by the time this comes out. When does this come out? Probably August. Okay, so then, yeah, they'll just be on sale. But yeah, as of now, what do we have on sale? We have Jersey, uh, we have Philly, TLA, and Philly. Uh, we have, um, uh, Detroit. No, not, I'm sorry. We Wait, Christ almighty. We have Jersey, Avenal, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Salt Lake City, Denver, Phoenix, Toronto. Um, I think that's everything as of now. There might have been new dates added after we recorded this. I'm not sure. But anyway, JoeDeRosa.com. You can get all the ticket links and all the show info and everything. But this tour is a big one because... I'm stepping into into like small theaters now, so this is interesting. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, I've never well, got to see you live. 
You got to come. Yeah, I got to come to one of the shows. You got to come. There'll be New York shows, but probably not till 2024. Uh, but okay. the, but there will be New York shows eventually. That's exciting. Yeah. So I built the whole new, this whole new hour that I'm doing. It's called I Never Promised You a Rose Garden. It's, it's kind of like a one-man show. Um, but I, pro, I, I built it mainly in New York at the Crane Theater, which is a, a 90-seat theater on the lower, in the East Village. That's mainly where I built it out. I did a residency there, and then I took it to some small clubs and stuff on the road and and worked on it and really sharpened it and got it to where it needs to be. So now it's really ready to go out on this tour. And now it's fun because now I can have ideas and add things and, and, and change things. But the skeleton is there, and I know that it works. Right. And I know that I can give a great show and... You know, I can make little variations as I go through it and make it even better. So that's exciting, man. Yeah, yeah, it should be, man. And then, um, yeah, and then, like I said, the, if this comes out in August, the out al- the music album's out. Salsa Windfall. The album's called Artificial Birth. It's available on all digital. Yeah, we'll platforms. put your Instagram in uh, yeah. the description so people could check it out. Yeah, great. I'm sure you'll have it in your your link in your bio. Right? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, I actually go. Um, I love the clips of you arguing with Sal yeah. about food all the time. Yeah. And I got to ask, you guys basically have these two items, and then you guys take turns picking, and you guys stand on one side of the um, other, right? We think, we, f- we figure out what's a good battle uh-huh. pairing, uh-huh. and then we figure out if we can actually do it. We've thrown a lot of good battles away. Yeah? Because we're like... You both like the same thing? Yeah. So we started doing a thing once in a while where we'll be like, if we like the same thing, we'll be like, it'll be like salt and vinegar chips, yay or nay, and we'll just defend it and talk about how much we love the the, the best potato chip flavor that you can get. Sometimes we do that, but usually we try to keep it as a battle. And um, yeah, we've thrown a lot of good battles away because like... Because we were just like, damn, man, I'm just we're just both on the same side of that. I, I feel know? like their pod is like the closest to ours, <laughs> without being that close. You know, right? Like, we're always we, talking about pasta. Yeah, we food. debate a lot of food here. It's Not great. usually for an hour straight. Hopefully, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think you got some questions for us, Star. Right? Yeah, I want to do a little taste buds. Yeah. I want to give you guys, a flash, you guys a flash sure. round. I'm going to give you guys two different foods. Just give a quick minute, not an hour, of, yeah. of why you guys think one or the other. Okay. So first one. We'll take turns picking first? Yes. Okay. First one is chicken parm or eggplant parm. Ch- chicken parm. We battled this. Yeah. Yeah. I told eggplant parm can go, can, can go walk, man. I mean, I'll eat it. I'll eat it if there's meat attached to it. <laughs> so, like I got a meatball. I went out. To this, <laughs> I went out to this sandwich shop in Bushwick the other day, uh-huh. or the other week, because uh, 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 it looked good, and I was like, I want to try it. Uh-huh. Should have went to Federoff's finally. And I, <laughs> uh, it was the last sandwich. I, it was the last like real sandwich I had before I had to start this diet. But uh, he had. Oh man, I want to give a shout out to the guy. It was a good shop, but he has a meatball sub. <laughs> meatball parm that he puts eggplant parm into. And I was like, yeah, I'll eat eggplant parm like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'll never get eggplant parm as just a dish. But like, eggplant that's crazy parm is the original parm. So that's, you can never be better than the it's, original. It, over veal? I thought veal was the original parm. Maybe in like 
the East Coast, but not, not in, in Italy. Italy. The Parmigiana is eggplant parm. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, maybe in Italy it's worth a shit, but over <laughs> here, here it tastes like fucking eggplant with sauce and cheese on. They it. do. They definitely do it better than us. They yeah. definitely do it better. But eggplant, eggplant is a crowd pleaser. Vegetarians love the eggplant. Sure. You know? uh, yeah, and I'm a fan of eggplant. But eggplant, the parm comes from the is the rollatini like is that the original version of it or is that an American like thing? Chicken rollatini, you say? Well, I've seen eggplant, eggplant rollatini. Yes. Ev- like I see that everywhere. Is that that's like not, that's an American? thing That's as an American well. thing. Okay. The original parm is like thinly, thinly sliced and fried eggplant in the oven, yeah. similar to what you were saying with the chicken. Okay. That was like layers and layers. It sounds delicious, but it's like I, I need you're gonna have to give me some meatballs on the side with it or something. You know, it's like what are we doing here? Okay, that That's sandwich fair. shop in Bushwick, by the way, was it Carmentas? Yes, love that spot. Carmentas is good, man, and they're they're they got a they got a cold cut. I guess it's just called their Italian sub, but it's basically it's mostly mortadella, yeah. and it's good, man. They make a good sandwich, and their house peppers are really good. One of the few places I'll get an eggplant hero from. <laughs> oh, so they do have just a regular eggplant Of course, in Bushwick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that place, man. That guy we'll, was a we'll good We'll let dude. Joe pick first again. Go ahead. Next one is a parm hero or an Italian combo hero? Italian combo, all the way. All the way. Italian hoagie is the greatest sandwich, sandwich to me of all time, yeah. yeah. It's hard to argue that. Yeah, but your classic is a little different than what my classic would be because you said ham, ham cappy, salami, provolone. Yeah, right? we we yeah, and ours is ours is ham, mortadella, and salami. We can't find the ham cappy anymore, man. I it's mean, like it's, we got it. I, a lot of places have it. We depends who you get it from. We our distributor didn't have it anymore. Who who is it? I don't. You don't remember? I don't want to. Well, all right. Well, yeah. anyway, but uh, I got, I got, I got a guy for ham cappy. If you, <laughs> you get a guy, yeah. I'd love to. I'd love to. We'll get. We'll go hunting for typewriters and ham cappy. Yeah, honestly, I'd love to yeah. set. I'd love to get your yeah, guys' yeah. info because yeah. we had both distributors we were getting from just didn't don't have, have it, anymore? and it just became such a headache. One guy told us he's like, "I'll carry it just for you, but you got to promise me you'll buy this many like six thousand cases flats of it." Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, I was like. Dude, like, just trying to get three pieces. Like, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, um, for uh, my Italian combo would be like prosciutto, supersad, mortadella, fresh mozzarella. Like that's so my kind in, of jam. In Philly, like a place will have that, and they'll call that usually like the old, the the old Italian, like because it's a little more like from the old country meats. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Versus the Americanized version yeah, yeah. of it, you know? So, yeah. Fair to say. Okay. I hear you, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, this would be your Italian combo guy yeah, as well? Yeah. All the way. All right, next one is lasagna or ravioli? Uh, I, f- I fought for lasagna on Taste Buds. I guess lasagna. I mean, I don't know. I like ravioli, but... Lasagna is hard to have all the time, though. Very heavy. It's very heavy. That's why I'm a little. There's different varieties of ravioli. You could do different sauces. A little butter, a little butter sauce too. Butter sage. Yeah, but you could do that with uh with lasagna. There's you know. It might be called a psychopath, though. <laughs> right. Yeah. You ever seen a butter sage lasagna? No, not a butter. <laughs> Sounds that one you could actually. do. I'm not a big uh, like seafood ravioli. I'm not into it. Uh, Are I you like, a big seafood guy or no? Love seafood. Okay. But for some reason with ravioli, it never never works. It doesn't jive for me. I don't know why. But uh, I like 
seafood's one of those things where unless it's mussels marinara, when it starts to creep into pasta dishes, like or or red sauces and stuff, it doesn't work for me. Like I shrimp hate- scampi? Shrimp scampi, I like shrimp scampi, but shrimps, shrimp like Diablo and all that, I, I hate that shit. I think, I think the fish tastes tough. The red sauce doesn't mesh with it. Like, I don't like crab gravy. I think is gross, but I love crabs. Like, I just, it, I don't understand it. Yeah, I think fish does taste better with like a white sauce, like light, you know. Or also too, like shellfish, just without any sauce. Like, it's just shellfish is so fucking good. Like. Like, I hate Cajun-style crab legs with the Old Bay shit all over it. Like, I I hate it like that. I like, like, straight-up, like, shellfish, man. Like, you know, and then I can dunk it in butter if I want to, you know. Or I learned this recipe from Gordon Ramsay. Like, it's basically, like, a fancier tartar sauce. Oh, my God, dude. It's no joke. But, but But you don't want it on every bite. You dunk it, and then you don't dunk it, you know. Yeah. Like... I don't like when when seafood has sauce. When they push the spices on you. Yeah, but clam, steamed clams, amazing. With all the buttery, you know, garlicky, whatever. And mussels marinara to me is... is Classic. I I mean, I make that at... Me and my dad make it at home. Like, we love mussels. You know, really. It's also a great nickname. Mussels marinara. Yeah. Yeah. A Italian guy, mussels marinara. Ready for the next? Yeah. All right, talking pizza. Would you rather have a round pie, regular pie, or a Sicilian square pie? Round, man. Sicilian for me is, I like Sicilian, and it's great sometimes, but like, you know, when I get cravings for pizza, it's usually for the round. What about you? I feel like the squares are making a comeback. Not necessarily Sicilian, but like the grandma pies. But I do prefer the round, you know, New York style. You know what I'm getting really sick of? This is a pet peeve at this point. When somebody, and this happens a lot, somebody will go, yo, uh, such and such pizza is great. And I go, no, it's not. It stinks. And they go, do you have the grandma slice? I'm like, if that's all they can do, then they stink. True. They stink. Like, have, you you know what I mean? like, have you ever had L&B? L&B is no joke, dude. You like it? I do. You don't okay. like it? It's okay. It's a little overrated. I think LMB. I think LMB. Because you'll never go there for a regular slice. No, but LMB, all their food is good. Like I think, I think it's a solid Italian joint. Like yeah. to just go in and get a great meal, and on top of it, they have that great square slice. But you know, you know, LMB's I think is really good. But like LMB's not a, in my opinion, it's not a pizzeria. You know what I mean? That's what it's known for, though. That, pe- squ- that pizza the is famous. The square and the ISIS. The yeah. Scamone. But even, is that even a, is that even a grandma slice in LMB? I remember no, it being like. like a, upside it's a Sicilian. Down. Yeah. It's a yeah. Sicilian upside down. Yeah. Because I remember it being, that's a good slice. Yeah. But, but again, it's, it's a, it's a distinct flavor. Yeah. Like you gotta, like, like I love that slice. I can't say I prefer, it makes me prefer a square slice over a round pie. Like when you want a round pie. I don't want to name places, but there's just a lot of places in Manhattan that people are like, you know, pissing themselves over. And I'm like, dude, it's okay, man. Did you have their grandma? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I yelled at Ari Shafir about it because he was like, 
because I told him a place. I go, that place has better pizza than this place you love. He loves this. He likes this place. It's very famous in New York and always has a line. And I go, that place stinks, dude. <laughs> and he goes, it's, it doesn't stink. And he started, like, yelling at me. And I go, really? Really? Guy that has only eaten pizza for 10 years because of your fucking religious upbringing? I've been eating this shit my whole fucking life, dude. And he's like, all right, you have a point. I didn't eat pizza. So. That's no, no names, by the way. No names. Yeah. Moving on. Yeah, I didn't, I'll say Ari's name. I didn't I'll, say the name of this. Uh, we just have three more questions and we'll wrap. I'll get you out. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. I can text him if I'm running late. Gotcha. Uh, next one is prosciutto or sopressata. That's funny. I, that's, this, I battled Ari on this. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think I took prosciutto in that argument, but... Uh, and I love prosciutto. Prosciutto, to me, is more of an art. Yeah. It's like an art form meat. It's like... Yeah, you, they come more aged, sometimes 48 it's like months. like our version of caviar, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way of putting it. Prosciutto, aged six years. I mean, you could, I mean, look, you could have a $500 yeah. piece of prosciutto. I mean, yeah, it's, it's true. you know, like super Also, shy. where I come from in Italy, like, someone, like, will save a prosciutto for when his son gets married. That's a little crazy. That's wild, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've been saving this prosciutto for six years. That's wild. That's yeah, wild. It's, it's yeah, I mean, it's, it's prosciutto's. I guess I'd have to go prosciutto. But I love super shot. I love it. I love salami. That joint is great in uh, the Bronx on Arthur Avenue. With the, the pork store? Every, with, with everything hanging from the ceiling? Yeah. What's, it, what's it called? Calabria pork yes, store? Yes, Calabria. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's wild, yeah. dude. Yeah. And it smells, it reeks when you walk in. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Talk saying about body like, odor. Like 99 yeah. feet. I mean, it's it's aging meat, and <laughs> yeah. like, but they, but it's, no I love it. They cut it right off the ceiling and, and give it to you. Huh? Yeah, the one thing good about Super Sad too, is you got spicier, yes. more sweet. Yeah. A little more range. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, I could make a meal of either. I could, I could, I could make a platter with olives and either of those meats, and a, and an aged cheese and some figs. And you're gonna make, I'd be pretty you're gonna happy. make a guest happy with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be pretty happy. But prosciutto, I gotta pick prosciutto. Prosciutto is the. I mean, that there's like worlds to prosciutto. Yeah, you know? I, th- I, agree. I think. Yeah. Moving on, like I said, lightning round, taste buds. Uh, next one is mozzarella or Parmigiano-Reggiano? Parmesan. Par- Parmesan. Yeah. So Mozzare- you picking Parmesan over mozzarella? Yeah. You're not going to like this. Mozzarella, out to me, outside of a pizza or Parmesan, like hot Parmesan is dead to me. That's like real Philly talk right there. Because <laughs> they love their provolone. Yeah, dude. Right? Yeah, it's... it's. I've really knocked heads with New Yorkers on this. Because I'm like, I... I, I I don't not like mozzarella on a sandwich, but I'd rather have provolone. Like I like the flavor of provolone. Yeah. Mozzarella is sometimes it depends on the mood. It depends on the mood. Sometimes know. the mozzarella is like almost like just like a pillow. You know, it doesn't add much. Just like a little moisture. You know, a little. Softness. That's my beef with it. Like 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 provolone and sharp provolone and extra sharp provolone. They're, they're always going to add a flavor. If you don't have the right kind of mozzarella, it doesn't have much flavor to it, and then it just starts getting in the way. And a lot of guys don't know how to cut it properly. They cut it way too thick, and then you have this big wet thing. You know what I mean? I understand its place. Like, what's the place in Brooklyn? 
Carmentas. That guy, I asked him when I got the Italian sub. I was like, do you have provolone? Because I was going to ask him to change it. Which I got a lot of balls because we won't allow substitutions at my yeah. shop. Uh, but I was going to ask him. And he, and he goes, he goes, you can't put provolone on the sandwich. You I respect the guy I'll say that, though. Yeah, and he goes, you're going to take away from the flavors of these meats. You can't do that. And when I ate it, I was like, I get what he means. This is really good. You know, I've, I had a sandwich from your shop with mozzarella and it was yeah. good. But I guess it depends where you get it from, but yeah. mozzarella is the most popular cheese in the world mm. for a reason. Yeah, because of pizza. But, <laughs> but I anyway. also like it. I like mozzarella. This is one of the things that I'm a stickler with with pizza. I don't like pizza with the fresh mozzarella melted on it. I like when it has that yellow... Oily about the fucking yeah, the cheese. Yeah, like that to me makes it taste better. And that to me is what pizza is. You know, and the stuff with the fresh, you know, that's nice. And it's got its place. And it's not bad. But I just, I don't know. I think I, think I, I, think I was exposed to provolone and melted pizza cheese for so long that by the time I had fresh mozzarella, I was like, oh, you're, this is. You're gone. I was gone. You are way too far gone. I was gone. But I love a, I love a, what's it called, salad? Caprese salad? Yeah. And I love burrata, you know. Right, so you pick and choose when you like mozzarella. Now. I like it. I don't dislike it. But Parmesan to me, like I'll eat Parmesan, like we were just talking about making a platter. Like cut Parmesan on a platter with like supersad and prosciutto. Like, I mean, forget it. Like it's, that to me is amazing. And then nothing kicks up. Meatballs and sausage. Like grated Parmesan. Oh, dude, uh, dude, a fucking pork rib in the red gravy with with Parmesan on top. I mean, dude, it's like crazy, man. You know, like, uh, no matter what form I have mozzarella, it will never give me that kick, you know? All right, last two. We got five minutes left with Joe. Last two, um, penne or rigatoni? Rigatoni. What about you? I mean, I would say penne there. Penne vodka. That's the most... Undefeated. That's the most iconic pasta dish, I'll say. Penne vodka? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been having that at weddings my whole life. <laughs> penne vodka, automatic. But I feel like that's also like a New York dish. It, penne vodka? Yeah. Well, penne vodka... I'm just going to tell them I'm going to be a couple minutes late. Give me a second. If the meeting is still happening today, comma, I'm going to be a few minutes late. That's class. When you, guy. when you when you type when you type with words, yeah, I just get too frustrated for that. Speaking of class, Nico and Kuj, neither showed yeah, up. No, no, <laughs> I, I think they'll suckers. be here. The, uh, uh, Nico did find us a place that sells typewriters, though. He did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Get the Told you. <laughs> I have to buy one now. Yeah. I don't have a choice. Now, now I got to buy one. On. I'm going to be out six hundred dollars today because I got to buy a typewriter because I asked. What about the pressure of us all looking at you buy it? Uh, like, then I got to carry it home. You know how heavy it's going to be? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, now, rigatoni, because when, uh, when I was a kid, rigatoni was the only pasta that I liked eating. I didn't like spaghetti as a kid. I don't know why, I just didn't. But um, And that kind of stuck with me. There's something about rigatoni I really like. Like, I like the... Uh, I, I like that. I like the the size of the noodle, and the airiness of it, and, 
and whatever. Penne. I never liked penne. For the, I think for the reason you just said. It, it feels like wedding food to me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Your wedding food is supposed to be superior, you know? I don't. I'm not. Not in my family. See the <laughs> fucking my family, trash I come from. On my family, the, 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 the second you leave the wedding, it's like, how was the food? Like, that's the first thing we talk about. Yeah. Uh, now, wedding food to me was always boring. It was like, it was, like, I like salmon, but wet salmon's a wedding food. You're like, oh, salmon, you know, or, or chicken. I don't know. You're like, eh. Chicken scarpiello. You know? Like, I hear you, though. Uh, but I, I'm not a big vodka sauce guy either. No? No. So that might have something to do with why Penny never really did anything for me. Uh, uh, Last round, cannoli or tiramisu? Oh, cannoli. I fucking think tiramisu stinks. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you ever had a real homemade tiramisu? Yeah, I yeah? did. That my friend made, who's from Brooklyn. And did you like it? It was fine. Not as good as a canola. It was fine. No, because, again, it doesn't have the flavor pop. Tiramisu's got a real subtle flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And there's a spongy vibe. Tiramisu is the mozzarella of Italian desserts. <laughs> cannoli it's is... wet. Yeah, it's like wet. It's like spongy. <laughs> it doesn't have a real robust flavor. It's it's okay. Like, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm being funny when I say it stinks. It's like, I don't dislike it. It also has a rumminess to it. I'm not. I hate rum. I guess <laughs> that's if somebody's using rum and uh, espresso. Yeah. yeah, it's got a coffee vibe, right? Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, like coffee flavored things. Like I'm weird. Coffee for me. Excuse me, Jesus. Coffee for me is like bananas. I like the thing. I don't like anything that's flavored like it. Coffee ice cream grosses me out. Uh. Like coffee candy is gross to me. Like banana flavored candy, banana flavored ice cream grosses me out. Banana pudding, I think, is gross. Like, so tiramisu, it's just the flavors aren't for me. It reminds me of like amaretto. Like, it reminds me of what are the Italian cookies? Um, Biscotti? Yeah. Reminds me of that. I'm not into it. You're not. You don't like the biscotti. Not at all. Not Usually at all. You need coffee with it. That's why I got dunk it and yeah. soften it up a little bit. You know, like when I was, my mom was real big on pastels when I was growing up. I just was like, ugh. Or, I mean, not ugh. I just didn't. I, it's just there's something about that flavor that doesn't do it for me. It's like it's like a real grandmommy flavor, not in a good way. You know? I'll pick cannoli. I'll pick cannolis over tiramisu too. I mean cannoli for a good I mean, cannoli come is, on, dude. is the it's best. ridiculous. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yeah, you know. Do you ever eat? Do you ever eat cannoli when you're like starving? Like you haven't eaten all day and you're starving, and the f- this has happened to me maybe three times in my life. And the first thing you eat is a cannoli because yeah. like you're just somewhere, Miss you're running around shot, meetings, yeah. whatever, and you go to a coffee place and you're like. I'm, oh, give me a cannoli. I'm starving. And you eat that. You're like, dude, I could eat six of these right now. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, you know, and, and I love cheesecake. And cannoli is, you know, it's in the same. Would you rather realm. Italian cheesecake or American cheesecake? 
I don't know if I understand the difference. I mean, I guess she, my mom used to make regatta pie, and that always, I guess that's... That's it's like sh- Italian cheesecake. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the New York-style cheesecake yeah, the best. me too. Yeah. I, I prefer American New York-style with the cream cheese over the regatta every time. Yeah. yeah. But I but I like the regatta pie. It's, you know, it's not bad. Some things aren't meant to be broken. <laughs> yeah. Cheesecake's meant to be cream cheese. Yeah, no, man. New York cheesecake is, is no joke. It's no joke. That's New York's thing, right? Yeah. Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, it's, new, right? it's called New York cheesecake. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's like that's it's it's unreal. Thank you for your time, Thanks, everybody. Man. Make sure to check Joe on Instagram, all the social platforms. He's coming to a city near you. Check him out. Yeah, please come through. Enjoy man. the rest of your summer, guys. Thanks, guys.